We are here on First Lady and Friends. Today is a really fun episode that we do every so often, and it's all about catching up with the show up gals. So, gals. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so we have I Ke- like Kirsten Rappley. Uh, she's here, uh, we're Director of First Lady Initiatives, as well as Sarah Allred. Deputy directors. So we're we're here to give the lowdown on what we've been up to the last little while. So let's let's get into it. What have we been up to the last? I know. Little so while? let's. I know. As you say. So I guess let's start out unified sports. We've been working with the Special Olympics um, on unified sports for a long time, and uh, we've had we've kind of gotten into a groove of these state tournament events, and so they're it's they're the best. They're just the best. So maybe, uh, Kirsten, you want to talk a little bit about our state tournament that we just had? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun. If you are a loyal listener of the pod and you have not been, reach out because we're going to give you an invitation to the next one because everyone needs this goodness in their lives. Uh, The tournament was awesome. We held it again this year at Weber State. And what we get to come in and do from the show up perspective is sort of layer on top of what Special Olympics Utah already has going on and help them to have more exposure right to bring the community to them and and then we get to um, make it even more of a fun experience for the kids with special guests and we brought mascots and balloons and really try to make it into that state championship environment that it should be and so we brought a bunch of community leaders together and gosh we just had a flipping blast it was so good (laughs) we did some like Pre, uh, pre-afternoon game entertainment with a group called the Dunk Team. And they just put on a show for like 20 minutes. And I have never seen a group of kids so happy to be so up close to people jumping really high. I mean, it was great. Great energy the whole day. And I just, I mean, the more and more we get into this stuff, the more and more I'm just so grateful to be part of it. Yeah, and we have such great partners, too. Um you know, obviously Special Olympics, it's, it's their, it's their organization and we're, we're there to, to, to partner and support. Um, but also the Utah Jazz. I mean, yes. and, and Weber State University. Yes. Those, those mm-hmm. are our two big ones. Sarah, do you want to talk a little bit about kind of their, their contributions and what we've been doing with yes. them? Yes. So Weber State is a fantastic host of the tournament. They have a number of basketball courts that so we had games going all day long, um, with seven, how many teams was it? Well, I would- at the end? It yes. Was, well, four four championship teams, yes. and it was like 32 teams to begin with. It was a lot with. of games. It was a it was lot of people so going yeah. in and out. It was so fun. Weber State's fantastic. And Jazz is, of course, just the best partner. They make it so fun. that Every kid recognizes the Jazz logo, the Jazz mascot. They just they really bring it to the next level for those kids. And then we got to bring them all to the game. Um, the, there were four winning teams, about you know 25 to 30 people each and the jazz through their player give back program basically gives all these special olympic athletes and partners a ticket to the jazz game so on monday we got to go and and not only that but they gave them jazz notes which means they can go around in the arena and buy food wherever they want and they got a big recognition on video they got to go on court and they got to get there early enough to watch the players warm up from the first row which was really really cool and i think it's a great um and well-deserved thing for them to get to experience after putting their hearts and souls into their season. And I think, yeah, the jazz, they just get it and they do so much to give back to our community. And this is a really amazing way they continue to do that. Yeah. And I would, again, we, you know, we talked about the jazz, but I would like to give a specific shout out to Ashley and Ryan Smith because their, their hearts are in this as well. And, and just the generosity 
uh, again, giving these kids this experience, um, kids of all different abilities, having that opportunity to come together with their friends, yep. uh, the friends from their team, their teammates, and, and everybody there to, to celebrate with them. It's just been great. And, and again, another specific shout out is Carrie Larson at the Jazz. Yes. We love She's Carrie, and, and she she does the community outreach um, for, for this event and she's, she's just, she's the best. We love Carrie. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what we've been up to there. We're, Do we want to talk about the parent panel that we had there? Cause oh, I yeah, thought that was yeah. so moving and just a really great insight into why unified is so incredible. Yeah. So we were, so at the, at the event, we have VIPs come and we, you know, try to share our story so that, you know, people from the community, if they are touched by this, which they all are, um, they they can get involved and it's it's pretty great. So we had for for those those individuals that came and, and to experience this, we had a parent panel where parents of kids um, of the athletes as well as parents of the unified partners were there. And I mean, it was it was moving, it was touching. Um, you know, the, having them, we can share their stories all day long, but um, it's such an impact when you get them to share their own stories and their own experiences with their, with their children. And I always say this, this is just, you know, a moment in time for me because being around, I, I remember as a, as a special education teacher, I'm in the classroom and I remember having this moment where I, I really, I was actually student teaching in Virginia in Waynesboro. And there was this, this student that was, I mean, just uh, had, you know, uh, disabilities that were pretty severe physically and and intellectually and it's 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 hard it's exhausting um it's you know i just remember it's just draining by the time i was done being a being a um the in the classroom that day and i remember having this moment where i watched the mom come and pick up this student from school and having the thought i gotta go home and i gotta rest and sort of recuperate and get ready for my next day. But these parents, these families, this is, this is their, um, their reality and not that it's terrible. It's, they have many joyful um, experiences with, with our children and just like we all do. But I, I just felt really the moments where I can watch these parents have that kind of experience themselves watching our children. Um, we always say, you know, Spencer and I heard a long time ago, we love the people that love our kids. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of those unexpected things you didn't know you were going to experience w- before you were a parent. Um, and so I think it's tenfold when you have a child that maybe has uh, struggled a lot or has, you know, maybe hasn't always felt included. When you have that moment where you see them full inclusion, being celebrated, being loved by their community, being loved by their teammates and and um, those around them, I, to me that was it's really powerful and moving. Yes. Um, one more thing we should bring up related to our efforts with Special Olympics right now is Inclusion Week. It was so much fun. Uh, the first, okay, we always joke that whenever we have Abby, the first lady, go to a school that we are never going to get her out of there. And it was true, but just like over and over and over again on inclusion week. So we really uh, deep dived in Special Olympics came to us and they were like, can you like 
would you be willing to visit a couple schools that week? And Abby was like, how about we do like one or two a day that week? So we did. We went and we visited lots of different tournaments, lots of different schools. Um, Dr. Seuss Day was also on that week. So we got to go read books to kids and all in all, like it was, you really have to kind of drag her out of there kicking and screaming because I feel like school's like, it's like your natural environment in the way that my natural environment would be like winding down on my phone at night or something like that. Like, (laughs) like school is just where you're like the most you, I feel like. And that was so fun. And part of inclusion week is the pledge to include, which um, is actually, I mean, if you are a parent and you want to do this with your kids or I mean your friends or a school or church group, it's actually really easy. It, the idea behind the pledge to include, and this is a global pledge from um, international special Olympics. So you go online, just Google the pledge to include. It'll take you right to the website. And the idea is that you just sign your name to the pledge and, um, pledging how on about how you're going to be inclusive, how you're going to be more friendly. And um, when I did it with my little kids and they're really little, but it was just a good opportunity to, you know, pull up the website and have a quick talk about what inclusion is and why it matters. And so that goes on all year long, even though they really emphasize it during inclusion week. And we, we rolled that into our event as well. Yeah. And we, we did do a podcast with Courtney Worthen that week. So you can go back and listen to that. Courtney with the Special Olympics Utah. Um, she's, she's amazing. And she pulled that all together and, and had a great, we had a great inclusion week. And it's a, it's an international organization. So this is an international week that people celebrate inclusion. So, uh, we love that. Let's talk, uh, what do we have next? <laughs> what else have we been up to? Pulling out of the bag. Let's talk about foster care. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, foster care, you know, we what we've been working on here is really um, it, we're building out some infrastructure around care communities. And, and this is, it's just hard. It's, this is a complex issue and it's a complex yeah. problem that it's not going to have any easy answers to. But we feel like this is a, a really good foundation, this idea of care communities where we can wrap around our children, our foster children and the families that are fostering them and, and caring for them, loving them, um, bringing them into their homes and really taking on the complexities of, of their situation. And so for, for us, this care community idea is, is it's involving a lot of, of, different partners and people we need we're getting buy-in from really important people in the community to make this happen and honestly um you know we can talk maybe a little bit about the awareness i I think the more we talk about this the more we bring this up people just need to know um what these kids are experiencing i think um a really natural starting point for people who are like okay foster care yeah i'm generally aware of it i don't know what the needs are or how i could play a role in this um is number one to be watching out for what's coming. Um, we're going to be really pushing out the things that we've been working on sort of more quietly and getting the infrastructure in place, like the first lady said. But beyond that, I think it's really important to just have a conversation within your own home or your own living setting to just say, what is the state of child welfare in Utah? And 
you know, is it something that I could eventually do become a foster parent? Is it something that I can do to be helpful? Where are the foster families in my area? And um, Utah Foster Care actually has a great uh, website form already set up where if you're somebody who's like, you know, I don't even know who the foster families are in my area, but I do want to help. I can. We've talked about this before. Be, we always, you know, be the person who can bring a pizza on Fridays. Like if you're ready to take that step and um, do that with your, you know, yourself or your family, uh, you can go onto their website already and figure out how to be a helper but just uh, you know prior to prior to doing this work I had not really thought about foster care at all but as we've gotten to know it's it's just some of the most urgent work that needs to be done in this state these children through no fault of their own who have been through really difficult things and it's who we are as a state to as as a community to support people who are in need and they are in need so Mm -hmm. I mean yeah, keep an eye out for what we have coming. But in the meantime, just see what you can do to jump in if you feel so inclined. And I hope you do. Yeah, I, I, I would say don't wait. Um, don't wait for for our organization to to get everything in place. Um, I think sometimes we feel like, well, we, you know, I can't do anything. You, you actually can do something really simple that makes a big difference. So we, we love that. Um, Sarah, anything else you want to add about no, that? No, uh, kind of tying in foster care and service. Do, have we talked about the project we did during the session. Oh, with yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the, talk about that. The spouses of the legislators, um, we brought them all to the mansion and did a, a luncheon, but part of that was uh, this project for foster care, where we worked with our partner organizations, Utah Foster Care and Raise the Future, and were able to write handwritten notes to um, children in the foster care system. And I just thought it was a really great way to make that personal connection with an individual child. Yeah. And we, we had Sherry Cutler on uh, again, another podcast that we earlier, if you want to go back and learn more about that, she was one of our spouses, um, that, that helped us work on that. And, and it was an amazing project. Um, again, just the awareness piece. I think a lot of our spouses were just blown away about the need. I think most people are not aware of the need people are not aware that, you know, we're actually about 500 families short in the state of Utah. Um, for for the needs of our foster children. So um, we, we just always want to reiterate that and make sure that you know that you can get involved in any way that you choose. And we will we would welcome any, any efforts that you can put towards this. So um, we will take a break and come back and talk about the rest of the things we're doing. We'll do that when we come right back. Back here with the show up team, Kirsten and Sarah, we are working on some things in uh, education and with our educators. <laughs> education things. Let's talk to Sarah. She's knee deep and maybe eyeball deep yes. at this point. We are fully deep in, yes. in our educator conference, second annual yes, educator wellness conference. And it's bigger. It's better. We're ironing out all the kinks from the first Absolutely. year. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be amazing. So talk yes. to us about so it. So this year we're excited. We're moving it from Salt Lake to the Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy so we can bring more people in and parking's easier. So I think that's <laughs> always a plus. Bonus. And so we are excited to announce that our keynote speaker will be Arthur Brooks, who Yay! we are all big fans of. <laughs> and you should go read all of his books and all of his articles in the Atlantic and... He's incredible, and we're so excited to have him at our conference to speak to our educators about happiness and how to cultivate a life full of happiness. And so he will be incredible. Uh, We have opened registration, so that's exciting. We're more than half full at this point. So if you are an educator, jump 
to showupforteachers.org so that you can sign up and come join us on July 19th for the conference. Uh, be aware we are holding spots for districts. So if your district is full, get on the waiting list so that you will be contacted as soon as additional spots open up. Yeah, love it. We're we're really excited. I think, I think you know, like I said, we when you put on a car, I don't think people really understand. That we didn't. Uh-huh. We had this we was had new. No we had no idea what it means. <laughs> we went to, into it eyes fully shut. Yes, <laughs> about what was happening. <laughs> Goodness, or else we wouldn't have done it. I think that's okay, what we, we do, right? Like it's it's <laughs> like I think people, you know, the leaders that are just fearless, and we just yeah. decide like we're. Why not put on a conference do that, it. that nobody's ever done before and that we know time. about? Nobody's ever done an educator wellness conference. Yeah. And so, you know, that we know about, like yeah. the first of its kind ever, I believe. And it was a blast. And I'm so excited so for it to happen again. Yeah. So we're, we're excited. And again, it's a, it's now it's a little bit more known quantity. Yep. Uh, people, people know about it. People experienced it. Got great feedback from last yep. year. Uh, figured out some things, yes. like I said. And I combed through all the feedback. Oh, Sarah's so the hero. Nice. Come on, man. My eyes kind of hurt at the end, but I do want all the educators to know that that feedback is entirely shaping what the conference will be this year. All the topics that will be discussed, how we're structuring it is based entirely on their feedback. One of the things I have loved is that we, so we as a group will go speak on panels quite often where we cover what's going on with show up similar to this, but more like organized and maybe a little bit, I realize we're maybe we're low energy because we ate lunch a while ago and now we're, yeah. we might all be having that like it's a, a bit of a crash <laughs> right now. I'm currently caffeinating, so good luck to you two. Um, <laughs> one of the things I've loved, though, as we've gone throughout the state and done these different engagements is that um, whenever there's time for a Q&A at the end, it seems like it usually turns into less of a Q&A and more of like a pep us up thing. Because yeah. all these teachers, all these superintendents who are in the audience who have experienced this event and others that we've done have been really, really positive. And, and then you see the phone start to come out and all the other teachers or people in the room are like registering right then. And I love that the because best. there's just this really cool energy around it. And we're so dedicated to like maintaining that energy. Yeah. Um, just good things to happen yeah. from here. It's yeah. going to be great. And if you're a teacher, please let us know what you want. Yeah, I yeah, we were very open wide to feedback. Open. Yes. This is all about you as teachers. This is all about what you need. This isn't about us, what we think you need. It's actually, you know, we're we're taking your feedback. We're making sure that this is going to be positive for you um, and that you're going to be awesome teachers and stay in your jobs. That's the goal. Yes. <laughs> we need you and want you and love you. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, let's see. That's that's the teacher conference. Again, Highly supportive of our educators. I know there was some some legislation. Some I have to say, like as far as the legislation goes, there are some things that people didn't love, uh, you know, in the education community. But I I hope that our teachers will take the the legislation and and this session as a whole. I feel like we came out on top as an education community. I feel like. With the amount of money that's gone into education, historic amounts this year, and something that's never happened is where we've, we, the $6,000 raises, you know, compensation packages that went directly to the teachers instead of, you know, into the districts to be allocated differently. So, 
Uh, To me, I think we came out with some big wins, and I think we should celebrate that. I think as an education community, we should celebrate the amazing things that we did and keep working on the things that we want to change. And there are friends in the legislature that are working so hard to make sure that good education policy is being passed, and we just want to celebrate them as well. Absolutely, absolutely. I think sometimes we can get caught in a sort of a, a, a negative loop yeah, and a negativity loop, and I, I just think, you know, I don't know. Spencer and I are kind of optimists, but I don't think we're um, unreasonably optimistic. I think, you know, always having that optimism that you can actually change the future and that things don't have to happen to you, that you can actually be a part of the solution, I think is a really big deal. And I think teachers need to know uh, that you actually can be a part of the solution and, and we can work together to make things better. Um, so the, let's talk. Our, our last area is... Service. service. Oh, wow. That was That was almost the song we, we promised at the beginning. And it was almost <laughs> harmonized, but like we really screwed but it up. Really bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was like very flat. You know what? That one's going to be fun to we'll listen to. We'll work on that too. for next time. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll try. <laughs> on our next update <laughs> for the initiative, we will sing a full harmonize. Okay, uh, I'm going no, too we far won't. with this. No, I'm we taking won't. it way too far. <laughs> <laughs> but service, I think, uh, basically encapsulates everything we're doing. But I have to say, like, we don't we don't have Amanda Millerberg here who has worked really hard on our service initiative um, and she is amazing and and you know just doing great things and we're excited we we talked a little bit about the service project that we did with the legislative spouses um, we have some really cool things coming up we, we'll yes. have our uh, can we tease it a little bit yeah maybe? can we yeah, yeah. yes let's do for you sure. tease it or do you want me to you tease can it? Tease can we it. do like an every other word kind of a thing <laughs> please no <laughs> you're the only one on caffeine <laughs> that is fair that's fair lest you be concerned my diet coke is almost gone uh, yeah okay so last summer we partnered with thanksgiving point and we did a very fun family service fair and the idea is that we hear all the time from individuals organizations groups people are looking for opportunities to serve and then we hear all the time from all of our nonprofit partners we need volunteers and so we're like okay how can we step up and use show up to make to kind of bridge that connection yep. right and so this summer it is march or sorry no may may nope. june, ah. june june 5th wow we got june that. terrible tease <laughs> we got there june 5th Thanksgiving Points Electric Park. We will be doing this again, but bigger and better, and it's going to be awesome. So our whole pitch to you as community members is to add one service project to your summer bucket list. Um, Go vacation and put your toes in the sand and spend way too much money eating out and, you know, whatever else you want to do with your summer, but also do something and be um, deliberate about giving back to our community. So we're going to do, we're going to make it easy for you. There's even going to be one of the things that was requested was for service projects to be there. So there will be opportunities to serve there. There will be food trucks, bounce houses, like very carnival-y atmosphere. And I feel Um, like you're bearing the lead. And 50 nonprofits ready to share (laughs) how you can serve and how you can get involved as a family. Yep. So you'll be able to sign up with them. And we're creating some cool giveaway prizes, too, just to make it more fun. Uh, Thanksgiving Point is an amazing partner in this. And we have another really amazing partner that we can't announce yet, but they're coming on board to help us out so just put it on your calendars and just trust us it's gonna be awesome and last year i brought my kids and it is so fun they thought it was the funnest thing they'd done because it was bounce houses and what else do you need bounce houses and music name tags into classic folders (laughs) again for work we're going sometimes work is fun yeah and this is one of those nights so bring your family it's a blast
All right. So in the last few minutes, uh, let's talk about some um, personal updates. So um, I'll start by telling that um, in the last couple of weeks, I've had one wedding. Our oldest son just got married. We're thrilled. Somebody told us a while ago that they said, the best part of your kids getting married is that you get a child that you're that you didn't have to raise. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love and that's such a good one. I've She's been so good. delighted, so delighted. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really excited. Um, they're getting back from their honeymoon today, so we Aww. get to chat with them and catch up. And then we have a second wedding coming up <laughs> in May. Big so we got another son getting married in May. Um, I think invitations are out again. So we're, we're just going to put it on repeat and do this again. And, uh, it'll be great because they'll all be done before summer and we'll go do summer. (laughs) That's so wild. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been fun. It's really been fun. It's, it's an experience, you know, I always hear about people and my friends, I have friends that are, you know, have kids getting married and, or have had kids getting married and, I just like it's finally our turn, and it's so really fun, fun. and so it's fun. as delightful as everyone says. And I just am waiting for the grandbabies to come along in a few years. So <laughs> no pressure. I told your son at his wedding, I was like, "You've got nine months." <laughs> I was mostly kidding. <laughs> I'm sure he, you got a great response. You like, uh, eyes none of me. your business. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, let's hear about your personal updates. What's going on? Oh, I recently got adult braces. Yes. So anyone out there, adults that have uh, orthodontia, I see you. I yeah. see you. the technical I, term. That's yes. beautiful. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I, and I you know what? It. It's funny now when you walk into a room, if there's another adult with braces, you catch each other's eyes like, and it's like, I got you. I see like, you. I like see Jeep what's drivers. happening. Don't Jeep yes. drivers like wave to each other or something? I mean, it was I just an unexpected community I did not expect to be a part of. <laughs> and also wear your retainers, kids. Yes, so wear um, your retainers. As an so adult, you're, you're paying for those yourself. Yes. And just FYI, kids. You're on your own. Uh, I've paid true. for one set of braces. I'm not paying for two. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. And it's pricey. It's pricey. Wear those retainers. Oh, I should find mine. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thanks, both of you moms. Um, okay, my life update. I feel like I'm going to use a story to describe it very quickly, like sort of the phase of parenting I'm in rather than uh, like an actual life update. And this is that my four-year-old, four and a half, four and three quarters, as he would tell me now, um, came home from preschool the other day and he said, Mom, my teacher had to make a new rule today. Oh, um, n- kissing is not allowed at preschool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I understood why he had so many colds over the winter. <laughs> Just kissing willy nilly all over the place, it, all over the preschool. No, it wasn't out. a rule. No, I mean, and well, it, and it hadn't been until him and this little girl down the road, like, apparently, <laughs> made it so there had to be a rule instituted. And the, like the fact that he told me was very good, like, but also very stressful. And I did text an apology to his teacher. <laughs> <laughs> who was very funny about it. But uh, suffice it to say, like, parenting littles is wild. Like, would I have ever expected that's what came out of his mouth when I asked him, like, how preschool went that day? No, I was expecting, like, I drew a dinosaur picture. I, I don't know what I was expecting, but not that. So, 
uh, they're, they're, they're just grown up fast these days, apparently. <laughs> and I have to say, like, one of the most delightful things, I, I know social media can be destructive and, and not great. I will say, for me personally, I shun all the negative stuff. I just don't need to see it. And I embrace things that make me laugh. Yes. And there is an account. I don't remember her name. Ah, I'll find it. Oh, the funny lady. Yes. Oh, she's so, she's great. so funny. I, look, oh, crap. I just We'll look her. it up. We'll Adult, look it up. Adulting. I don't remember. She's so funny. I will just, I will give you fair warning. She does use some language, but also she mostly bleeps it out. And it's. Big time adulting. Big time adulting. <laughs> Caitlin Murray. She Caitlin, if you're out there, we love is you. It's so funny. We love Caitlin. Um, and regards. <laughs> You'll know what I'm talking about when you watch your video. Gorgeous. Just finish with that. We don't need an outro on this. Regards. Thing. Regards. Regards. <laughs> yeah, Anyways. let's just cut it off. Okay. Yep, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peace out, friends.